first time ever are part of Mountainside and make it happen, so uh, we appreciate that. Um, if this is your first time ever here, somewhere in the front pews or in the uh, pew in front of you, uh, there should be a blue card. If you fill that out and leave it in the foyer, we have a free gift for you just to say thank you for being here uh, and that kind of thing. And I want to give you uh, just a quick update just to make sure there's no conf confusion. Uh, our incredible kids pastor, Pastor Joanna, um, temporarily she's helping out at Bethel Church, our sponsor church on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights. So there's no need to get any confusion. She's still here Sunday mornings, don't worry. Um, and she's just helping out there uh, just because they're currently looking for uh, a children's pastor. So that's just a temporary thing. Um, and with that, we'll get started. So the junior youth, uh, you are dismissed to outside. Um, and then just out back, there's a tent that you guys will meet under. So have a great time at uh, junior youth there. <clears throat> so let's just start off uh, with prayer. So Jesus... I pray that for the next uh, 20 minutes, as we just look at your word, I pray that we would leave better. I pray that we'd leave encouraged and just more in love with you. In your name, amen, amen. So on Friday, I was doing my buddy's wedding, and it was a big honor to, you know, officiate him and, him and his bride. And, and I'm there for the rehearsal on Thursday, and I'm about to pay for parking, and it's $3 to park. And the bride runs out. She says, no, 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 don't, don't waste your money. It's, it's free parking after five. Don't, don't worry. I'm like, oh, nice. I say, you, like, you saved me $3. Like, you're my hero. Like, think of what you could buy for $3. Like, this is amazing. Like, think of all the Hot Wheels you could buy and all chocolate. It's just amazing. So we're in the middle of the wedding rehearsal. And someone kind of bursts through the door. And it's just like, they're ticketing everyone out there for if you didn't pay for parking. So everyone's scrambling. Like, oh, no, they all, you know, they all go out there, this kind of thing, whatever. Um, and I'm thinking, yeah, you don't need to pay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So we all go out there. We all pay. And uh, so, so don't worry. They didn't give anyone a ticket except me, <laughs> yours truly. So um, my friend cost me $17, and I'm still a little bitter about it, okay? But it's, uh, it's okay, though, because she was getting married, and, like, you can't hold it against her, right? Like, it's, like, such a happy day for her. And I actually genuinely am so, so happy for her. And sometimes you just don't know, and that's okay. Like, I, I was in Barry. I don't know this place. I don't know the city. I don't know when you have to pay. And if you don't have to pay all the stuff, it, it's okay. And for me, reading the scriptures, reading the Bible, for the longest time, and I'm still learning, um, of how all the individual stories connect and tell one big story of the scripture. Because um, it, it, it is a bunch of individual stories, but it actually is one full narrative as well. And that's the series we're going through today. This is the second last week that we're talking about this, and we're wrapping it up next week. And essentially what this, the story starts with, God creating the world in the book of Genesis at the very beginning of the Bible. He creates the world, uh, and, and, and he creates humans. And humans on our own, we sin and we turn away from God. And we, we go our own way away from God. And basically all the other weeks this summer, we've talked about how, how um, humans have struggled and fought for that relationship with God and tried to get that relationship with God back but couldn't, and, and about how God would make these promises all throughout history of, don't worry, I'm going to make it right, just wait and see. I'm going to send someone to make it right, and we talked about how that person is Jesus that would come and make things right, and last time we talked about how Jesus came, he fulfilled all the promises, and since the very beginning when humans and, and God, our relationship was broken, Jesus came and he fixed it, and it's, it's all good, and we can know God, we can have a relationship with God, it, it, it's beautiful. So this week, you know, now that Jesus, you know, in the story, he, is, he has now died, he's now risen again. What, what, what now? How, do, how does the story end here? And, and, and this is what we're talking about today. And I, I believe 
what we're talking about today is going to uh, determine if we succeed as a church family or not, if we're going to succeed in, in, in what we're doing. And I want to let you know, if, if you're newer to church here, you came in a really good week because this is what we are all about. And you can know what we're all about. Uh, and if you've been coming forever, this is really good too because this is what we're all about, okay? So this is where the story starts this week. It starts off with Jesus' last conversation that he has when he's physically here walking on earth, okay? Look at what the scripture says. In Acts chapter 1, it says this. During the 40 days after Jesus suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. So he met with his closest friends, his disciples, and said, yeah, you saw me dead on that cross, but look, I'm alive again, and, and, and this is who I am. And it says once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem, that was the city that they were in, until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water. So John was a, a, a prominent person that time that would baptize people. But in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. And, and in, that, in that passage, you see this concept called the Trinity. And you, you, you see Jesus talking about a father who's going to send the Holy Spirit. So it's kind of like, what, what, what's, what's that all about? Jesus makes this promise of, of the Holy Spirit. And, and the Trinity, it's a tough concept to understand. The way that I've kind of wrestled with this is, is uh, um, thinking about, about our own bodies and about who we are. Okay, So the scriptures tell us that there's God the Father, that there's God the Son, Jesus, and there's God the Holy Spirit. And God, we do not have three separate gods. We have one God who is three in one. And it's kind of like if, if we think about us, um, my name is Michael Bronson. I have a body. You know, I can clap my hands. I can do, do, it, do whatever. But I also have a spiritual part of me that connects with God. And, and there's, there's something really spiritual about me. But at the same time, I also have a personality. I am Michael Bronson. There's no one else like me. There's no one else like you in the world. You are you, unique. You have thoughts and emotions and a mindset. So I am not three people. I'm not like body Mike, spirit Mike, soul Mike. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm one person. But I'm three in one, and, and you, you are three in one. That's, that's almost how I like to see it with God. God is three in one. And Jesus makes this promise that the Holy Spirit is going to come. And, and look what he says. This is what the Holy Spirit does. In uh, uh, verse 8, he says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the world. So he's saying, you're going to start here in this city, but you're going to spread out, spreading the message. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. So that's, that's the very end of Jesus physically here in the flesh on earth. And it says, as they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. So these angels show up. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has taken, Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him. And then I love this. So what's their response? Jesus makes them this promise. By the way, the Holy Spirit is going to come in a special way, and it says, they all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. So apparently... Jesus has died on the cross. He is now alive again. He gets his closest friends together and says, okay, you have work to do. We're going to go spread this message now. But don't start until the Holy Spirit comes, until God the Holy Spirit comes. And he will give you the ability to do what you need to do. He will give you power. So, so when living life without the Holy Spirit, they could make some attempts to do God's work, but it, it's not going to work out. But if they have the Holy Spirit, 
God's going to help them do what they need to do. And it's interesting because at the first part of the Bible in the Old Testament, certain people, it says that the Holy Spirit would come on them and they would do some, some really special stuff. You know, it's like all of a sudden they had this special ability to do what God wanted them to do, you know. But it was only certain people. It was only select few. But now Jesus is saying, no, 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 it's not for certain people. Everyone. God can be with everyone. God can walk with everyone. And look what happens. This is probably one of the weirdest stories in the Bible, okay? But it's awesome, okay? In Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says this. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, so, so they're together, and what does it say? They're constantly praying together, right? So they're there. They're, they're, basically, they're at a prayer meeting. And suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. This is wild. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. So, like, try to picture this, right? This would be tough to make as a movie, right? Also, there's these little flames everywhere. It's like, whoa, what's going on? Um, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit, and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them noise ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by believers. It's like, what on earth? This is wild. This is wild. So they're there praying, and they're saying, we're not supposed to start God's work until God comes in a special way, until God the Holy Spirit comes. And, and then apparently he comes, and what's the result? This miracle happens where some of them start speaking in other languages. Like, whoa, that's crazy. Imagine it's just like speaking French or speaking Italian. or speak, Like, this is, this is wild. And everyone comes and they're like, wait, how, do you, how are you speaking my language right now? Like, this, does, this doesn't make sense. And, and, and it's a really cool symbol, actually, of what's going on. The Holy Spirit comes on these people. God comes and is with them in a really special way. And, and why, why did he come? So that he can help be witness, help them be witnesses, right? And it's really fitting that a miracle happens where with their words, with their mouths, with the words they speak, because they're going to go tell other people about God. And it's really fitting, too, because it's really symbolic, is that they're going to go spread this message all over the world, and then God does a miracle where they're speaking languages from all over the world. So it's almost like a foreshadow of what's to come, of when the Holy Spirit comes, he's saying, yeah, I'm going to give you words to say now, and you're going to say these words all over the world. It's really cool. And by the way, I believe God still can do that miracle today. I, I believe he can still do that today. And the church, this is a significant moment for the church because up until this point, the church was not an official thing. There was a couple followers of Jesus in this, but at this point, the church is now established. Like, like this is the church's birthday. This, this moment when the Holy Spirit comes. So us as, as a church today, we can look back at this moment and say, whoa, that, that's our, our birthday. That, that's our history. And you know what happens after this? You know what happens after this? After the Holy Spirit, after God the Holy Spirit comes, the church thrives. The church spreads. It starts growing. God uses the people of the church and the Christians, the disciples, to, to, to go spread that message. And people are open to it. And people want to join the church. And I think the key here is, is that they have power from God and ability from God that they, they didn't have before. But since the Holy Spirit came, they now have that ability to go do God's work. It's, it's really cool. And, and I just want to quickly go over two things on why we need the Holy Spirit to help us and, and why God gave us his Holy Spirit, why God walks with us in everyday life. And the first one is to have courage 
to tell other people about Jesus. Who knows that sometimes if, if you want to, uh, if you have this truth about God and you know that God loves you and that God has a purpose for you, you want to share that with others, but sometimes that can be a little scary. Guess what? God actually wants to give you courage and boldness to go do that. Isn't that incredible? And secondly, he wants to help you in life. As we're walking everyday life, he wants to help us. I'm wondering, does anyone here need some comfort? Does anyone need some encouragement, some strength, some faith, even when things don't make sense? Does anyone need that? I, I, I need that. The Holy Spirit wants to walk with us. God wants to walk with us and see that happen. And what happens is the, the early church spreads out. Like from day one, it starts spreading out. And, and they go to all the world because God gave them the ability to go do it because he helped them. Okay, So I'm gonna, I want to give you just a few examples of, of, of those two points of how God gives us courage and how God helps us. And life, and it's through the Holy Spirit. Okay, so one one brief story. Um, some of the disciples, the followers of Jesus, they're telling people about about Jesus, telling them about the good news of, oh yeah, Jesus died, but he rose again, and they started getting persecuted. And the leaders of, of the day were saying, you are not allowed to do this. And they arrested them. And as they're interrogating them, and, and as they're kind of like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And they're not being kind, and they're beating them, and just awful things. It says this in Acts chapter four: the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Those, those are the guys that were preaching. For they could see that they were ordinary men, just regular, everyday people with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. It, it, isn't that incredible? So, so they just had an authority. They, they, were just, they, they just had a boldness that didn't make sense. It wasn't natural, but God was with them. And look, another time the early church was praying, and look what happened just a few verses later. This is a prayer that they said. They said, give us, your servants, great boldness. There's that word again. Give us great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And after they prayed, Holy Spirit, give us boldness. Holy Spirit, we want you. Holy Spirit, we want... Look, 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 after this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. And I'm telling you, in the book of Acts, in, in the part of the Bible where the church just starts and kind of the story of the church, it is story after story of the church advancing and helping people and helping people find faith, helping people believe in God. And it's not because they were strategic. It's not because they were smart. It's not because they had good ideas or they were creative. Do you know why it worked? Because God was with them. Because the Holy Spirit gave them the ability to do it. Isn't that incredible? It's always because God, the Holy Spirit, is helping them. Um, and, and by the way, if you follow Jesus, if you consider yourself a Jesus follower, that story is actually your story. You, you don't follow Jesus because someone smart and strategic convinced you and you were smart and you did it all on, on your own. No, no. The only reason we believe in God and have faith is because God empowered a local church somewhere or someone from a local church to help explain to you who Jesus was. And the only reason we were open to God was because God opened our heart. God, the Holy Spirit, showed us that we actually should put faith in Jesus. So that story is actually our story. That's our story. And, and you know, we do this every week. Um, I, I gotta give an opportunity. If, if you're here and you're saying, I've never actually taken that step. I've never actually said, yes, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the cross, that he rose again that I can have a relationship with God because of Jesus, I want to let you know, you can. 
There's no fancy ritual. There's no formula. No special prayer you have to pray. Just put your faith in Jesus, and he is there for you, okay? Believe that he died. Believe that he rose again, and he can be there for you, okay? Here's, here's the second, second reason. Here's the second reason why the Holy Spirit came. is to help us in life. It's to help us in life. God knows I need help in life, and maybe you need help in life too. I'm sure you do. I love this verse in Romans 8, 26. It says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Oh, that is so encouraging. That is so encouraging. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Where do you need strength right now? Do you feel like giving up? Where do you need that comfort and that encouragement? Look, let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit wants to help you. He wants to strengthen you. Look at this other verse in uh, verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death. So when we go our own way, things don't end well. But look, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and, I love this, peace. Peace. Don't we need more of that in, in 2019? in Ontario. Don't we need more of that? It's, and, and I don't even mean like, like, you know, some of us need some of this peace too, sure. But I mean, in our minds, we need peace, right? We're, we're struggling with stress and anxiety and, and we need comfort here or direction here or confirmation or guidance or encouragement. We, we need a reminder of, of why we're doing what we're doing and why we have a purpose and we need the right choices. Look, let me tell you, all of that is found in the person of Jesus and the Holy Spirit is the one that shows us that truth. The Holy Spirit is the one that opens our heart to that truth. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps us. When we live life with the Holy Spirit as a part of our life, he helps us. He helps us. When we invite him and we say, Holy Spirit, let us walk with you. Let us keep in step with you. Help me live how you want me to live today. He helps us. He helps us. And it's, it's sobering. It's sobering that there are many churches in the world, you know, especially in, in Western culture, that just are not growing. And, and, and not even plateaued even, but just on the decline where less and less people are coming and churches are slowly dying off and th- this kind of thing. I have some encouragement for you, okay? I have encouragement. Um, the, the global church, the global church of like, like the whole world, the churches that acknowledge we need the Holy Spirit. The churches that would say, yes, we are a spirit-filled church. We are guided by the Holy Spirit, and we need his strength. That church is not shrinking or declining like Western culture will tell you, by the way. Western culture will say, oh, yeah, the church is dying. There will be a day where there is no church, this kind of thing. It's just kind of like fizzling out. That's actually not what the stats say. Stats say that the churches that acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is needed in our church and needed in our life, it's actually growing at two times the population growth. Just so you know. So just, I, I want you to be encouraged by that. You, we, we are a part of a group of churches that is not shrinking. They are growing across the entire world, two times the population. And, and don't take this as arrogance of like, oh, yeah, we're a part of a church group that's growing. Look, that's not arrogance. It's actually the opposite. It's actually humility. It's actually acknowledging we could not do it on our own, so we need God's help to do it, okay? We have this attitude that says, God, we need you. If it's not you, Holy Spirit, if you're not empowering us to do this, if you're not giving us the ability to do it, we're not going to be able to do it. It's humility. We need to have that posture, right? And this is how the early church lived. This is how they grew. This is how they thrived. And look, 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 I got to be clear here. The early church, though, they went through tremendous pain and persecution, though. 
I'm not saying, you know, the Holy Spirit will help you live a pain-free life. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Holy Spirit will help you in life. God will help you in life, accomplish what we need to, and remind us of who we are. So my challenge for us, okay, as Mountainside Church, here in 2019, thousands of years later, okay, this is my challenge for you. In the same way that the early church lived life with the Holy Spirit, how they said, Holy Spirit, come, give us boldness, help us live life. Imagine what our church would look like if we constantly had this attitude that said, God, Holy Spirit, come help us live life. Holy Spirit, come help us reach people that don't know you. Help us build faith in other people. And that's the main idea I have for you today. It's, it's live life with the Holy Spirit. Live life with the Holy Spirit. This applies to all of us. And again, uh, I'll give this challenge. Do you need encouragement? Do you need strength? Do you need comfort? Do you need help in life? I think that's all of us. Yes. The Holy Spirit is the key. He is the key. Do we need boldness to tell other people about God? Absolutely. It's terrifying. It's nerve-wracking. Of course, do we, need, do we have a friend or family member that their heart's like kind of open but kind of not, and it's like, oh, I just want them to believe in God. You know, you know how that's going to change? The Holy Spirit, God is going to change hearts just like he changed our heart, okay? So, so this is what we need to do, okay? This is my application. This is my challenge. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to be a part of our life in that special way, how he was with the early church and he helped them succeed. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us in that same way. And, and I want to let you know, as, as your pastor, I do this every single day. I pray this prayer. I say, I say, Holy Spirit, help me today. Help me. Give me your ability to do what I need to do today. Help me make the right decisions today. Help me reach other people today. Holy Spirit, how you are with the church in the scripture, in the book of Acts, Holy Spirit, be with me today. Be with Mountainside today. That's a prayer I'm praying every single day. And I challenge you to have that same mindset where we're praying every single day, Holy Spirit, be with us in that special way. Holy Spirit, help us do what you want us to do. Walk with us. And I challenge you, you know, we have, we have prayer nights, uh, deeper prayer nights once a month. I challenge you, come up to those nights. We're going to be praying that the Holy Spirit comes on us in that way. Um, I, I challenge you, just start with even a minute a day when you wake up. Say just that quick little 30-second prayer even. Even 10-second prayer. Holy Spirit, be with me today. Holy Spirit, let me walk the way you walk. When we ask, we are going to receive, I'm telling you. And, and God's Holy Spirit is not just for the really, like, super spiritual people. He's for everyone. He's for everyone. This isn't the Old Testament. Jesus came and he changed things. The Holy Spirit is for everyone. And he wants to help us in life. He wants to help us in our daily life. And he wants to help us help other people find faith in Jesus, okay? Amen? Um, I'm gonna invite the, the band back. We're gonna sing another song. Uh, normally we sing, in the summertime, we sing three songs up front. Uh, just for time's sake, though, I wanted to make sure we save one for the end. That's why we only did two um, at the beginning. But I, I, I wanna paint this picture, though. Imagine we could continue as a church to be providing hope for people when they need it most. Um, imagine we could continue to be supporting families and, and imagine we could be supporting people as they're making wise decisions when it comes to friends or with with financial choices or with life choices a, a, imagine a community of people where you could come and you could learn to do what's right instead of what's wrong where where we help people find the best in life where people they literally have their eternity changed because they find out who Jesus is where they're finding comfort where they've tried everywhere else and they could not find comfort, but they find it in Jesus. Can you imagine a church that is really living that out? Look, I'm telling you, that, that's, that can be us. 
and we're on the way and we're growing and, and I'm so proud of the last couple of years of, of, of everyone here in this community and I'm just, I'm just looking forward and just, yes, the, the, the best days are not behind us, the best days are forward and we're going to continue to be that and the only way that happens, I'm telling you, is if us as a church, we acknowledge not through us, not through strategy, not through ideas, not through meeting anchor year, not through this. No, it is by the Holy Spirit helping us. It is but when we ask God, we need you. I'm telling you, what happened in the early church, that's happening here in Bimbrook. That's happening here in Bimbrook. And I just speak that in faith that that's what's happening. Okay? So do we want to live life daily with the Holy Spirit empowering us and giving us the ability to live for him? and to help us through life? If yes, then let's ask. Then let, let's ask him. Let's say Holy Spirit, like, like the lyrics, right? Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. And I encourage you, when we sing this song, don't, when, when we say, well, can, can we throw the lyrics up there, actually, the, wherever they are? It's like, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Don't even think about the four walls here, like, come fill this room. Think about your heart when you sing that. Come flood this heart. Come flood my life. Come move in my life in that special way. And I'm telling you, when we ask, we will receive. We will receive. We will. So let's stand up as, as, as a church. Let's stand up together. And let's sing this, not as worship. Let's sing this as a prayer to God asking him to be with us in a special way. And I do believe that, that he will, okay? So let's just spend a few minutes, let's sing this song. Thank you all for leading us so well. Let's, let's sing this song. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Let's go. Holy Spirit, you are welcome.
out one more time. That's beautiful. Come on, sing one more time. Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, we invite you to come empower us to live for you, God, to come and help us in our every single day life. Lord, where we need help, we give you permission, Holy Spirit, to come and help us. Lord, when we're trying to help other people have faith in you and try to reach out and show your love to other people, Lord, come and give us the ability to do it. We admit we can't do it on our own. We need you, Holy Spirit, to come help us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here in this church family. We love you, God. Thank you for loving us in your name, in your name. You can be seated just for, just for one more moment. Um, what, what ended up happening um, was way, way, way back in the book of Acts, um, that, that commandment that Jesus said, go now spread the message, go spread the message, but wait for the Holy Spirit, um, they actually did it. And they spread from, you know, from town to town to town. And you know how, you know how they primarily spread, how the church actually grew as time went? This beautiful thing called church planting. And the Holy Spirit helped people and helped groups of people plant new churches. And guess what? It started in Jerusalem, and then they planted churches outside of that, and then they planted churches outside of that. And for 2,000 years, they were planting churches, started just little churches just like this, growing, all the way until in 2016, there was this little town called Bimbrook, and there was a group of people that started a church. And it's just, it keeps going. And, and I want you to know that that's where we fit in the biblical story. You know, from the very beginning, all the way through the history, to the book of Acts, to all the way to 2016, we fit in that story. So all of the scripture, all the history there, that's actually our history as a, as a church, because we're a part of that, which is really, really, really um, excited. Let's just pray one more time. Jesus, I pray that... Um, we would always remember that you love us. And I pray that your spirit would guide us every single day and that he would remind us about who you are, Jesus, in your name. Amen. 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 We're going to just quickly take up uh, some giving. So, ushers, you're good to come forward. Um, if you want to be a part of what we're doing financially, you can give through cash or check through the buckets. Um, we also have a laptop at the back that you can give through there, uh, debit or credit, and then as well online you can... Um, do that as well. So I want to just give you a little bit of a promo for what's happening next week. Next week is the final week of our series. So we've been doing this series for like, I don't even know, since, since uh, the very beginning of July. We've been talking about the full big picture of what the scripture tells us and what the story is. And next week, we're not talking about what has happened. We're not talking about history. We're talking about the final piece of the story. We're talking about what is going to happen, what the future is going to look like according to what God said in the Bible. We're going to be looking at a book called Revelation. It's how the whole biblical story comes to a close. It's very interesting. I'll just say it's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, so make sure you're here next week, okay, for the final, uh, final message of the series. And with that, 
We're released. God bless you. Thanks so much for coming. Same time, same place next week. We'll keep you posted on when we go back to the school. For now, though, we're just going to keep meeting here, okay? All right. God bless. Thanks for being here today. Your first love, love, your first